Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Oh, Los Angeles! The Sloppy Boys are going to be playing on January 26th. 2023 in Highland Park at the Lodge Room and you want to know who with well don't stop or we'll die and Townland that's Matt Gorley's band so it's gonna be a hell of a night and you gotta be there because we're gonna play a lot of tunes man and if you don't live in LA come out to LA if you don't come out to LA, well, we're going on tour this spring and you can see us in the whole middle of the country. So check us out online. Hey folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys where we take a deep dive into the drinks that you love. I'm Jeff Dutton along with Mike Hanford. Ooh, I feel good. And Tim Kalpakis. What is up? Mafia guy stylies. <laughs> Mafia guy. Ooh, yeah. one of those mob guys. <gasps> We've discussed <gasps> Mogwise and now mob guys. Wow. <laughs> the Sloppy Boys podcast. From Mogwise to mob guys, we cover it all. <laughs> we cover <laughs> all. All of the two-syllable M From words. M to M. Now, did you hear me? Did you hear me when I was speaking? Uh, when Jeff introduced me, I said, "I'm feeling good." I feel yeah. good. That, yep. Let me yep. tell you, <laughs> yeah, Jeff. I'm James with you. Brown. I'm totally with you on there. I just didn't. I wanted to pull you before we got uh, licensing. Uh, oh right, no <laughs> email. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I ran. I went out and ran today. It's Iran. And actually. I ran. Huh? <laughs> it's pronounced Iran. I ran ten point two five miles today. Oh, Whoa. that's a halfer. Is that not a halfer? No, a halfer is 13, 13 two, maybe. But I, I tell you, I went out there. I got these new shoes. Got new shoes for Christmas. I'm springing on each step, and the weather was nice. I could not stop. Ooh, I love seeing Hanford get healthy. Twenty twenty three. Hanford gets healthy, and it's it's happening. And what did I eat today? Mostly keto, I'd say. A big bowl of rice was part of it. <laughs> I love keto rice. See, I think we have an unreliable narrator whenever you say, hmm. I think it was keto. I go, hmm. The intention is always keto. Yeah. The hope. Yeah, as long as you state your intention, I think that the that works. Ho- I, <laughs> the hope is keto. I one time bought, uh, I was trying to drop some LBs, and I bought some um, <laughs> like keto keto pasta and keto rice and i was like what Ooh. is this it's on amazon i'll order it and it was like the rice it was just like see-through <laughs> it was just like tra- little transparent bits and it uh, it was like not made from grain i think it was like uh, it's like silica like, gel <laughs> yeah exactly oh, yeah. 
it was kind of just a, a plastic, and I and I tried to eat it, and it was nasty. Yeah, and it turns into warm, soft plastic, like like <laughs> rice. It's funny we we've been talking about keto since uh, the May tour we had in May, the spring tour, and uh, I don't think I really have a grab on <laughs> grab on what it is. I don't think I've ever done it, but it is nice to say that you are keto. Is keto Atkins? No, keto is you want your body to get into an area of ketosis. I know that. Keto is extreme. (laughs) And you do, Atkins is like the first like, hey, no carb, no carb. Rob Lowe is is selling you candy bars with no carb. Uh But like Mm -hmm. ketosis is like the the state of the body when you've gone so so low carb, zero carb and high fat that your body enters ketosis, the the state in which Hanford dwells. <laughs> yes. Nice. I, I describe it this way, Jeff. Uh, Atkins is a uh, an italicized cursive font where keto is all caps college font. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> college font. That's so like, cool. Like college guys? Well, that's where we get our, our font. That's how I describe it. College font. We haven't really talked college guys on, on the pod. I, all of our listeners have to check out... Uh, Mike Hanford and John Haskell have a, it's a web <laughs> weekly. Series. It's a weekly web skit of the week. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not weekly, but it's uh, but, the intention is there. <laughs> well, it's not weekly, but when us when one comes out, it is the web skit of the yeah, week. It, it is, yeah, it's it the is web skit of the week. Periodic. It's yeah. periodic, but they it's a TV show as we call it, and it's episodic. <laughs> I just love seeing two funny guys like sit down and commit to like, hey, we're gonna do, we're committing to our digital our funny digital short series and we're going to crank mm-hmm. them out and we're going to get the attention of the industry at some point. Yep. You got it. You, you say, you say, I, I like that. It's two funny guys. Like you're saying, Tim, your words, I don't say that I'm funny. Sure. Uh, that are, are committing to the committing to their acting and realistically behaving the way people do in real life. Mm-hmm. And the editing, the editing in it is exactly the editing you would see. Yeah. All the objects anywhere. make the appropriate sound that mm-hmm. that object would make. Mm-hmm. Uh, any any flatulent noise is <laughs> introduced properly and uh, dealt with. <laughs> I do I, I do like that you just embraced shooting vertically. By the way, I know that that's like a thing that our people of our generation bristle at. But you said you you're know Gen what? Z. I'm you're, you're Gen Z in it. Yeah, we said we got to put these up on uh, Instagram and TikTok. And yeah. where you gotta, you've gotta go to the medium, which yeah, is what hit them where so, they live. So important to us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then when you you said you had this problem, and I've had it too, where you post an Instagram reel, you shot it vertically, you're like, I'm playing the game, and then it like pushes in even farther. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. You know what <laughs> also happens on TikTok? I don't use TikTok enough, but the thing you're talking about, Tim, yeah, it just is like boop a little too close. It and just gives it a bump, like, so it's uncomfortable. Yeah, Mike, you just talk, you should talk to your post supervisor about that. Uh, that's you. Me? <laughs> <laughs> you want a job? Uh, the thing I don't like on TikTok, when I see people on TikTok, when posts, they post stuff, is they don't put the text in the right place or something, and it's like covered up by all the buttons and the info. Well, there's an art to it for sure. There's an art, folks, and some of us are failing that class. Not understanding the assignment. Nope. No, no, no. Well, do we get into some booze news? Sure. For once. Bip, 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 bip. Booze news, hit it! Okay, everyone, 
Hello, it is time for Drew's News Podcast, or the Drew's News Podcast, I guess you should say, where we're serving up all the news you need, a sprinkle of borp, a splash of bop, and then always a side of Apparently at like all nightclubs right now, there's like major remixes of that song, and that is the thing sweeping the club um, not to drop a name, but Quentin Tarantino. What said? It's Drew's news. You flashing your breasts at David Letterman dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Drew's news was sent to us by Tommy, aka Teenage Fan Sub, on the Sloppy Boys Discord, and which you should get access to if you slop if you uh, uh, Ooh, yeah. uh, uh, subscribe oh, to yeah. our Patreon. And yeah, if you yeah. have a booze news theme, email to the Sloppy Boys Podcast at gmail.com. Um, Drew Barrymore, you know, she has a famous lisp, but it's weird when you're not looking at her and you're just listening, it's even more pronounced. Yeah. Yeah. She kind of covers it. Uh, I don't know if it's covering it or just sort of um, working with it. She just moves her mouth an extra little bit to it's kind of. It's a crooked. Crooked smile, kind of. Yeah. It kind of goes. It kind of goes. Her jaw goes sideways. Is that what's sort of happening? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Hmm. That was uh, that was a good booze news theme, and that was uh, for because there was no music for a good part of it. I was kind of like, "What is going on here?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it took me a second. Yeah. I said, "What?" The you heck? were you were throwing Heck's... your hands up. You were kind of looking around. The ah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was thinking that really gave me a real uh, existential moment hearing myself go and just know that that's that's the type of guy I am. Huh? That's what people think of me. Hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll go back. You know, we listen to these uh, every week to sort of just QC the editing and make sure that uh, the there's no like uh, somebody didn't go. Uh, hey, I just farted. Oh, make sure you t- cut that out. Mm. And then it actually gets cut out. Anyway. I'll lo- I'll listen back to these and say to myself, you can't you can't go out and talk like that anymore in public. <laughs> when you hear all the like boop 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 dee 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 dee, you wonder like where where could that have been from? <laughs> I can't I don't remember saying dee 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 dee. I feel like maybe it's every week we kind of run out of shit chat and then you say, should we get into some dee dee boop boop or like you're kind of hinting for me to. Say bip bip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But what you know, when you I want it, when you that. want your friend to say bip bip, usually yeah. you turn to them and say, "Hey, doo doo." <laughs> they say they give you a knowing nod. Yes, I know what but this it's, is. It's the news ticker. It's the 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 news hot the hot news coming across the wire. Did we ever have that as a? Like the actual, that like sound effect, was that early on in the booze news? Yeah, before theme? we had booze news themes, did we make our own, Tim? Did You made one. I think Tim. I started it, but it was, I had a jazzy one that was like, talk of the town. Oh, talk of the town. Yeah. yeah. And then you did a second one, right? Yeah. It was like another one that went. very similar. Yeah. It wasn't talk of the town, but it was like, what's in the news? Or like some kind of, it was all very whispery stuff. Yeah. Mm. And then we said, you take it, folks. You were smart to outsource that, Tim. Yeah. And say, you know what? I, we've got legions of fans. We got, they got all this bandwidth, all this untapped creative potential. Well, Why don't we don't just point the, them in this direction? I don't have the time to be making these. I have 
Emmy nominations to focus on. I have WGA, <laughs> two WGA noms to focus on. I have to focus on thinking about the next time I'm going to bring coffee for the entire cast and crew of a music <laughs> video shoot. Okay? Wow. That's what's wow. on my mind. You think wow. that I can sleep at night? Maybe the next time you bring a coffee to a music crew, what if it's a, a music video crew? What if it's what if it's a Taylor Swift music video? Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of coffee, um, I bet. I would do that. A lot of coffee. And it's fun. Maybe you'll be in the video, too. Pop in. Mm. <laughs> coffee guys. Boy, I really po- sunk the, uh, I wasn't in. really. I wasn't really listening, and then I heard music video. I said, oh, what, what if Tim was in a Taylor Swift video? <laughs> Taylor Swift DM'd me the other day, and she said, you want to be in this music video? I was like, well, send me the track first. She said, I'm not done with it yet. I said, well, then I don't want to be a part of this. Figure your shit out, Taylor. Hey, speaking of pop star DMs, have you heard about the Doja Cat DM scandal? Is there a no. new one or was there an like, old one? I like, like a year ago, Doja Cat DM'd one of the Stranger Things boys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. was like, hey, can I get the number of this other Stranger Things boy? Something like that. And then they oh, were yeah. like, no, you are you have a boyfriend. And she's like, I don't care that I have a boyfriend. I want to talk to these Stranger Things boys. And then somebody screenshotted and the whole thing got out that she right. was sliding in DMs. Doja yeah. Cat is in the DMs out there. And, and wasn't it a big... <laughs> Go and find her. <laughs> Go get her. <laughs> She's Keep out the there. DMs open. Doja Cat is looking to chat. <laughs> Doja, I say lay off the DMs. And what I want you to do is text me more. <laughs> text me more. Now, does she... Does she... Does, did her... Uh, does she have shaved eyebrows still? I remember seeing that. Yeah, she's yeah, wild. Those are creepy. Shaved eyebrows is a tough look to pull off. Dennis Hopper did it in the Super Mario Brothers movie. Sure. And nobody said mm. shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, we probably covered it when we covered that on The Blowout. Yes, it's yes. so hard. When I look at someone who has no eyebrows, when their eyebrows are shaved off, it takes me like an hour of being like, I don't like this face. Something's up. I don't know what it is. But I'm not too happy with it. And it, I can never just notice that it's eyebrows. Yeah. It's a unique yeah. thing to human faces. You're like, oh, did you get a haircut? Would you lose some weight? In a, in a way, yes. When you shave your eyebrows, in a way, you got a haircut. Yep. <laughs> um, Face hair. Okay, booze news. Top story of the day. <clears throat> Green tea shots are uniting chuggy millennials and scaring oh. the youths, according to Vine Pair. You heard about this? <laughs> Can't say I have. No, I, I did not hear about that from Vine Pear. I did. I did read an article on Vine Pear for our uh, drink of the day, though. Yeah, Vine Pear is a is a is a booze blog that uh, usually I go to like Punch Drink or a few others, but Vine Pear is Vine uh, Pear. I think V I N E like wine. It was like wine news, but now it's covering more booze oh. news. Oh, but uh, Slophead yes. David Camacho. Uh, sent me this uh, article, and I had not heard of these shots. Apparently, apparently, but seriously, folks, um, <laughs> there, there is a a mixed shot. You don't see a lot of those shaken up mixed shots like the lemon drop shots going on, but this one is right now very popular with millennials, and Gen Ooh. Z is making fun of millennials for it and calling it a cheap hey. shot. But I hadn't even heard of this. Um, you make a shot that is equal parts Jameson, Sour Mix, and Peach Schnapps. That Jameson, sounds fine. Power, Jameson, Sour uh, Mix, peach, and Peach Schnapps, okay. And when you shake it up and you pour it on the shot glasses, and it's supposed to taste like green tea. So it's called a green tea shot. Oh. I guess a little bit of the, the, the fruitiness from the from the 
schnapps and the color from the sour mix and the whiskey. But so millennials as green tea drinkers are ordering rounds of this thing. We're doing green tea shots and it's the millennial boom. I, I assumed it was just in New York and yeah, it's in the West Village, but there's also like dive bars in uh, Michigan drinking this. I have not heard. I have not had. How about you guys? Not heard her head. Are you guys fan? Oh, Jeff, have you heard her head before no, I take no. the floor? No, no, no. Go on. Uh, have you guys, do you like green tea flavor? No. Like, yeah, it's not my favorite. Um, I got two boxes tea. of green tea in my uh, kitchen. They've been there for yeah years. I'm going through a box of green tea right now. You got to work through it. Yeah. I like mint tea. <laughs> <laughs> I like mint tea. Um, Lemon ginger. I, oh, I don't. The weird thing about green tea, it's like I, I don't dislike the taste because, hey, I don't dislike any taste. But it is rather muted when you have like Japanese ice cream that's green tea flavor. Like I like that stuff. Yeah, it's got better. kind of that matcha chalkiness to it. Mm-hmm. But I think I would prefer almost any other flavor on earth. But I still love the yeah. green tea ice cream. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe if it's side by side with a little vanilla, you say a little column A, a little column B. You ever have yeah. Tazo, T-A-Z-O? Is that ice cream as well? or that, it's, I think it's like tea related. Oh, Tazo um, tea. Tazo tea, but then yeah. I, I'm talking boba. Uh, there's a boba that has Tazo flavored, and when you taste it, you go, "What is this? I've had this before." Huh? But it's now, isn't imp- Tazo placeable? Yeah. Isn't Tazo the tea brand at Starbucks? Um. Oh. oh I don't know. Could be something I'll get into. Hey, folks, Dutz here. Quick editor's note: I meant taro. T a r o. Is a root. And the flavor is described as a vanilla or nutty, or maybe even a little bit of a sweet potato flavor. Okay, carry on. Would you want to hear what I had at Starbucks this morning? Yes. Uh, I hope it was the egg sous vide. Actually, I ordered sous vides. I put them in my pocket, and on the way home, I decided to get a chili verde burrito. So I kept the sous vides in the pocket, <laughs> threw them in the fridge, and I ate this big chili verde burrito. But what I had at Ooh. Starbucks was a... It was cold and rainy here in Los Angeles. I oh, you, had, guys are getting, you guys are getting dumped on. We're, oh, we're getting cats on boards. <laughs> um, These guys are getting douched out there. Stop. There's <laughs> pistachio <laughs> latte. You've had? Hey. It's Not so had. good. No. Pistachio it's like, I like pistachio. It's like, Pistachio's a good flavor. It's like a, a macaron. You know, it's a pistachio. Yes. Oh, it's yes. so good. It's luxurious. Maybe tomorrow I'll get it with oat milk even, even still. You, you know what? <laughs> you, you know what you'll find out there. Uh, have you had Oreo thins? Yeah, yeah, I've had them. Yes. Now, don't mock them. Don't mock. <laughs> I wasn't them. about to. They're not for you know people trying to lose weight or whatever. They're a legitimate cookie in their own right. But here's the thing: Oreo gave its bougiest flavors to the thins. You can get latte, mm. pistachio, mm, best of the bunch. Oh yeah. <laughs> And then uh, there's there's another one like lemon or something, but uh, they're all very very good. All right, pistachio okay. shit is so good. All, I like I, I like amaretto. Mm. You know, this is the stuff I like. My, my parents' candy factory they used to have pistachio ice cream, and to make it, you know, you order shelled pistachios. You don't have to crack every pistachio you're gonna throw into the ice cream. Yeah. So I would oh, sneak a handful of whole pistachios cracked and just chomp them. That is uh that's that like is a king's a, move. Yeah, that's a very decadent move. That's like if you the time Jeff you had all those uh 
<laughs> cocktail shrimps and you detailed them you put them in a bowl and ate them with cocktail sauce like a cereal like a cereal <laughs> that seems yeah. like a too uh, a bridge too far yes yes am i using that phrase right a bridge too far i'll take it yeah too far well uh wait so is that it for booze news uh would you wait hold on i thought i had one more thing that i wanted Whoops. to say but it was what even was the booze news can somebody remind me oh hey, yeah it's about the green, 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 tea. green tea that's why we're shot. talking pistachio yeah, yeah. latte wait no hold on i had one more little thing i wanted to mention which was well, you think tim i got i got a booze news for you the water quiz that we did a few uh episodes ago yeah great quiz. I, i've had a few people <laughs> say that that was a really good quiz it was i told you i told <laughs> you right then and there Who? it was well uh 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 Contest winner Neil Campbell for one. Mm-hmm. I think they enjoyed it. I think they enjoyed the uh, and it's some other people. They enjoyed the uh, the points debacle. Yeah, the water. Oh, quiz. that was my least favorite part. Actually, I like mm-hmm. all that sure. stuff. I like when different quizzes have different rules because it shows you in life that not all quizzes have the same rules. Yeah. Look at I just quiz- found a bag of pistachios. Hey, nice. Ooh, nice. It's not the quiz master who makes up the rules. It's just they come along with the quiz. Yeah, they're, they're germane to the quiz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have expected people enjoying the water quiz as much because water is just water. You know, it's just kind of boring. <laughs> Save the water for your daughter. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Is that it for booze news? Sure. Wrap it up. Nice. Uh, can I just say that I said save the water for your daughter Without yeah. my brain being involved. I was eating a pistachio. Uh-huh. I, I said, save the water for your daughter. And then I looked up the screen. I saw your reactions. And I was like, what did I just say? That's <laughs> yeah. A, but that's a weird it, thing because autopilot. lots of times if, you, if, if you're on autopilot, you would say something that's been said before. But is save the water. That's not an expression. No, but Hold it's. On. Uh, Hold on. We'll, we'll confirm if you've. <laughs> save the water login, huh? for your daughter. No matches found. It's never been said. Wow. <laughs> Coin it, Tim. Trademark. There would it. be no reason to. Google says about zero results. About <laughs> for save the water. What would be the context? Your, your son is about to drink some Evian and you go, uh uh uh, save the water for you. <laughs> I'm sort of feeling like I was saying I ran 10 miles today. I'm feeling pretty winded uh, and worn out. You're on. I too, uh, I too am, uh, I don't. Things are coming out of my mouth, and I'm like, oh, I didn't even really think of that, but hmm. away it goes. Pure instinct, baby. Sure. Well, uh, do these words, speaking of words and phrases, do these phrases mean anything to you? <clears throat> I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. Yes, that does, yeah, that, that does mean something. It sounds something. to me like something you might say if you were kind of a mafia guy style. He's. Yeah, mafia guy style. Maybe you got some uh, cotton balls in your cheeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How, about, how about this phrase? Take care of Fredo, Michael. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the the movie The Godfather, the 1972 feature length film, written book based on the book by Mario Puzo, The Godfather, written and directed by Francis Ford Coppola. Mm-hmm. I want to say. Mm-hmm. Well, today we're talking about the drink of the same name called The Godfather. Right. And this is very similar to last week's episode where we covered the French Connection. French Connection, which was cognac and amaretto, uh, di Sirono we used. Uh, and this one, again, just a sort of a variation on that. This, can be, this one's going to be scotch, equal parts scotch and di Sirono. 
Easy stuff. It's a smoky scotch, if I understand. Yeah, PD. PD, a PD, PD. scotch. Uh, I think I've got some leftover famous grouse. Me too. Ooh. I got, I've got Ardbeg. I forget what that was from. Or we had to get like we had to get like two different scotches for some sort of drink. It could I have been like the, uh, the, the screwball, uh, the screwball, <laughs> the corkscrew. What am I trying to say? The, the rusty stinker. nail. <laughs> I think the the real stinky scotch we got for something more modern that was like from Death and Co. or something like that, like the Naked mm. and Famous or the something. Yeah. It was like sprayed on top. I want yeah. to say. Well, now, okay, let's get back to the uh, the Godfather here. This was, this is one of those. You remember last year the French Connection was like it came out after the movie The French Connection. There didn't seem to be real. This one kind of has the same thing. It's like it came out around the time The Godfather came out, but there's somebody. Di Serono apparently does not confirm nor deny this that Brando's favorite drink was a Scotch and Di Serono. Love oh. it. So, and then there's also some some ideas here that the uh, Di Serono or the Amaretto is an Italian aperitivo. Sure. Is that the word? And they drink a lot of scotch in The Godfather. So putting those two together becomes The Godfather. Nice. I love very it. classic, very simple drink. But it, it, I read this article here on Vine Pear, and it's talking about, oh, of course, there's different. There's The Godmother, which is vodka and amaretto, The Goddaughter, vodka, amaretto, and cream, The Godson, Scotch, amaretto, and cream. Uh, so there's a bunch of different variations on it. But the thing I found interesting that I didn't really f- consider this like one of those 70s sort of fern bar drinks, like the Grasshopper, or the Cosmo, or the, I don't know, what other types of drinks. Sure. The Espresso Martini. Harvey Wallbanger. Harvey Wallbanger. Singles bar, yeah. Yeah, like kind of kind of sweet and just kind of uh, stunty a little bit. But I guess this does fit in the, the fit in that era. And this Vine Pair article is sort of making the case that, like, bring this one back. If you're going to bring all those other ones back, like the Espresso Martini right. and Cosmo, bring this back, too. Well, we're the guys to do it. Yeah. That's right. And we're doing it today. And this was funny. I saw this. This was Slophead Red Fabry sent us this article. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, it, did it refer to this as, um, I only read the headline, but it was like disco drinks, right? They, they weren't yeah. calling it, same era. It's it's seventies mm-hmm. and it's sweet, but maybe there was a slight. If we had, if only we had a time machine, we could figure out that perhaps mm. there was a certain yuppie going to a, a fern bar and mm-hmm. having their sweet drinks, and then there was more of a shag carpety kind of gang, uh, or uh, uh, light up floor type of gang drinking disco mm-hmm. drinks. I simply yeah. don't know. I don't know either. Uh, but we, we do, are, we do I, think that based last week you said that the French Connection probably started even before the movie. So are we probably thinking that the French Connection was first, and then it's like, hey, we're naming D- amaretto drinks after um, movies. May as well call one the Godfather. Well, in terms of the, when the movies came out, like French Connection was seventy one, I believe, and Godfather seventy two. So if that's know. the case, then yeah, th- that would be the order. But I'm not sure entirely. But uh, wait, there was one other thing I wanted to mention about this. Oh, <clears throat> so in, in certain bars around New York and the country, they're bringing the Godfather back and doing variations on it, like mixing up the amounts and uh, adding like bitters or adding like rye whiskey. So there's more interesting bartenders are doing more interesting things with this drink. But I submit I love it. Yeah. that we well, do the one for one. Yeah. So we can compare it to the French Connection the same way. And the French Connection was 35 milliliters. So we'll do this 35 milliliters. 
So it shall be. Thirty-five millimeters of millimeters. Equal parts of uh, scotch and amaretto. We're using Di Serrano, I believe. I know I am. Mm -hmm. And put it in a glass. Put some ice in that glass and stir it up. Stir it up. Stir it up. Great. Little darling. I loved the French Connection so much. I think that this one, I, I'm not as much of a PD Scotch guy, so I don't think I'll love it as much as French Connection. But if DiSorano's in the mix, I'm going to love. <laughs> I like DiSorano on my ice cream, you guys. You know this. Famously, I did that, famously. I did that two nights ago on chocolate ice cream. It was, it, was, oh. it was very nice. Chocolate ice cream with chocolate chips in it. Mm. What am I? Oh. What am I, Sir Fudge over here? Yeah. I don't want to yes. be Sir Fudge. I used to be a vanilla guy. <laughs> I don't want to be Sir, Sir Fudge. All right, well, Sir Fudge has one more thing to say about something. Can he please? Oh, I'm excited. Can Sir Fudge please get to his point? <laughs> get to his point. The point is I'm looking for this drink, and I think that the scotch is going to uh, be a harder hit than the brandy, the cognac. Mm-hmm. So it's going to sort of self-balance itself out and not be as sweet. That's what Great. I mean. I'm, Mike, I hope you're right. Uh, sir, I hope you're right. <laughs> Sire. Uh, <laughs> folks, we're going to go get these drinks ready, and we'll see you right back here after the ads. <laughs> Adbot. Is that his name? I forget what yeah. it was. Beep, boop, 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 boop. Thoughtbot. Thoughtbot? Thoughtbot? We, had a bit that w- we had a bit that was Thoughtbot. T-H-O-T? <laughs> T-H-O-T-bot? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Thoughtbot's really cutting it up on the dance floor. Who brought the chuggies? Okay. <laughs> All right, Thoughtbot. Bye, folks. Bye, Thoughtbot. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Sloppy Boys is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey folks, Mike Hanford from The Sloppy Boys here, and I wanted to ask you, do you ever have this feeling like you gotta get something off your chest? You know, you're walking around with something and you get, I just gotta tell someone this, I just gotta fix this thing. It happens to us all. We all carry around these different stressors, big and small. That's just how it is. But when we keep bottling it up, it can start to affect us negatively, and that's not good. But therapy is here to help. Therapy is a safe space 
to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work on whatever's weighing you down. Now look, you know me, I've been to therapy, I'm the therapy guy, I love it. And I gotta say, it does help when you go in there and talk to the therapist and say, you know what, my two co-hosts piss me off on a daily basis, I've got, it's weighing me down, what am I gonna do? That of course is a joke example, but you get what I'm saying. You can tell the therapist what you're feeling and they'll help you learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Now listen to this, if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. That's right, you. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. That's pretty good. So folks, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SloppyBoys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SloppyBoys. Go in there, talk to somebody, get it off your chest, have a great time. With the Godfather in hands. <laughs> mm-hmm. The Godfather. I still haven't hit a good impression. Also, I'll uh, make him a drink I can refuse. Yeah, like a good one like that. Yeah, yeah, like a good one. But also in the last segment, I said uh, Petey really loud, and I wanted that to be known as a um, Dumb and Dumber reference. Oh, that's what mm. that was. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Petey. Right. Jeff, the only uh, Dumb and Dumber <laughs> reference we make on this show is two bowls of loudmouth soup. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. They look great. Very simple. Drinks up. You can't can't mess it up. Sips? Yeah, sips. I'll take a sip. I can't refuse. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Ooh. You're still getting the smoke and the peat. It's doing exactly what I thought it would do. It's tempered. Nicely tempered. Just tempered. And it feels like more of a, uh, a more of a... What do I want to say? Like a a heartier drink than the one we did last week. Yeah. Yeah, that was a sweet sipper. This is ping pang and I mean these these peaty scotches are wild. Bust. Yeah. And and a little intense for me, so the Ooh. rocks in the and the uh, the Serono is bringing it a little bit over to a couple steps to Tim Town. God damn, that's good. That is really good. Is something. And it's got depth. It's got depth, it's got character, height, height. and height and width. <laughs> And for people, <laughs> yeah, a lot of with whoop, too wide for my mouth. <laughs> I serve my uh, for plate. people that don't like sweet drinks. It's probably better than the than the than the French Connection. That's true. You know what? Uh, you know what? This article too that I was reading said. Hmm. There's got to be a better way to construct that sentence, but I'll figure it out later. <laughs> it's this is. Uh, Bars were putting it on their fall and winter menus, and it's like, of course, that makes so much sense. E- even the, even the last one we did, the French Connection. Now, does, why, why, why would you say such a thing? Why would I, I? I don't disagree. I just because I think the sweetness. It's like an old fashioned to me. Feels like a warm uh, type of drink. Like you want to make yourself warm with it. Yeah. Like you wouldn't, unless I could be wrong. But would you drink a an old fashioned by the pool? You could. You do anything in this fine country we have. You'd be weird. You'd be strange to do. It. You'd be strange I, to do it. I told you guys one time I was at a 
Shutters Hotel in Santa Monica. Uh-huh. And I was by the pool and I saw a guy in black jeans and a black T-shirt drinking a martini in the hot yeah. midday sun by the pool. Was it Ian Malcolm? <laughs> kind of. It looked like that. <laughs> and he had a wife and kid. He was like playing with a cute baby, but he was all in black and he had a, olives in a martini at noon by the pool in California. Wow. The man in black. Are you... <laughs> Are you saying martini is an odd thing to drink at a pool or a guy to be not in a bathing suit? Both. Too weird. Yeah. Too, both both are two weird things. Martini is a, is a to me, it's a dinner drink. It's a mm-hmm. nighttime well, cocktail. Well, Tim, you know that, that you need that to cut through yeah. a steak. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> You're eating yourself a 42-ounce ribeye and you need to shink. <laughs> cut right through it, baby. Cold, crisp, martini, cutting through. <laughs> Diamond like razor precision. All right, all right. We precision. lost him. Precision, <laughs> not precision. Yeah, like, uh, like many pool goers, Tim is off the deep end. That's true. This, I think, see, I would drink a martini by the pool, I think. Certain pools. Like. Certain pools. Not the neighborhood pool. That's a cracking a beer. In, but what about, what about the hot sun part? I usually uh, find myself underneath some sort of an umbrella or a uh, no, what, or a couple feet underwater because I dunked you. Going <laughs> yeah. in the drink. Hey, do you remember when we went to the neighborhood pool? Who went? Oh yeah, I went in L.A. Who among you? Up in the valley. Remember? Up in the valley, we went to like the neighborhood pool, and it's it was good because they had um the high dives. Oh, that's. Ooh, do you remember this? Yeah, because I went we, to well, that. we. We used to go to the Sportsman's Lodge. Oh, yes, I did. I the did. Sportsman's Lodge raised their prices from like $12 to $20 back when to us that was is a huge Breaks amount the bank. of money. Mm-hmm. And they were like, let's go to this pool where you just need a library card. Yeah. And, uh, and it was very fun. But the, the problem with the town pool is the fence – like there's no there's no lounge chairs and the fence is close to the you're, – if you're at the pool, you're swimming or you're diving. Yeah. And then it's utilitarian. Yeah, yeah. Or if you want to drink a martini, it. you can't lounge. You can't, you can't. <laughs> um, but they have like, you know, you've seen a diving board at a public pool. We all have. Yeah. This place has like the giant concrete structures aligning yeah, yeah, the pool yeah. where like you can go up um, like a pretty big s- set of steps, a medium set of steps, or the giant one. Mm-hmm. And I think the giant one was even closed when we were there. Yeah, I think you had to be. I think you had to be a member of a of the Jackass franchise to do that one. It's funny to have a public pool, and it's like, by the way, you can practice your Olympic dives here, kids, because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> there are Olympians probably in the neighborhood, and they need need a place to go. I'm embarrassed by how scared I am of those high dives because I grew up with the pool with the diving board. I like to dive, and then every once in a while we would go kind of like cliff jumping, where you climb up a big oh, rock mm-hmm. and you dive oh, into the water. And I used to do that as a kid. And that has the element of like, usually there's something you have to clear or you don't know how deep the water is there. Yeah, so there's yeah. like legitimately a reason that cliff jumping is scary, but I did it, but I was scared, but I did it. So when, when I've gone to like the, um, the Rose Bowl Ithi- Aquatic Center. Is this uh, Ithaca or, or like. Palinville, like in my, my hometown area. Oh, Cause it's, yeah, it, you got all those gorges in upstate New York. We got it all over the place, but, um. When so sorry, go I used ahead. to go. I used to swim laps at the Rose Bowl Aquatic Center in Pasadena. Ah, nice. And they have some of those, uh, like the Triple Lindy diving board, uh, there. Mm-hmm. And I was pretty scared when I got up there. I was scared, and it's like, you know, it's safe. You're you're diving into an Olympic sized pool, and it's a nice clean ledge. But I was scared. Wait, would you dive off those big? 
not the not the springboard ones, just the 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 ledge. Platforms. Would you dive? I I was too scared to dive, so I like jumped. I just like yeah. I, I I wouldn't even attempt to dive off there. But I know what you mean. It's like you can see the bottom, you can see everything, but still you're up there. Like oh, what if what if Man, what? what? I don't know in, what. In college, I was uh, an RA my sophomore year. Yes, narc. Yeah, only for <laughs> only for a year. Nice. And then I renounced my narkish ways. Ooh. Um, but I took my floor of kids, kids that were a year younger than me, some of them <laughs> probably older than me. Um, we, we, went to, we went to one of the gorges. Oh, yeah. There's that jumping area. There's a jumping area. And I went to the biggest, like the biggest drop. And I jumped off. And I, I've done this sort of stuff. But the problem was this time I like sat on the water. I didn't, I didn't yeah, pencil yeah. in with my feet. Uh-huh. And, I, and I sat and it hurt. My back so like I felt like I got the wind knocked out of me, but uh-huh. I felt this sharp pain in my back, and so I like good. I yelped, and then I sort of like twitched up to the surface and sort of like twitched my way to shore, <laughs> like like an like a pre-evolved little little fish. Mister Dutton, Mister Dutton, are you okay? Why <laughs> <laughs> don't kids? We're going home. And Daddy hurt it, his ass. <laughs> I, I like it like strained I guess like some muscle in my back or something. Uh-huh. I I uh I was trying to play it cool but was like just laying on the shore. Mm-hmm. And then in order to sit up I had to take my towel and wrap it around my waist. And, oh, like, I think cinch, you told this story. And, like, cinch before. it really tight. Yeah. In order cuz like otherwise my muscles like were failing me. So you oh. needed to like build a back. You needed to build an exoskeleton. I, I, yeah, I had to like cinch my my waist like like Jeez. I was wearing a corset in order to stand up straight. And then I walked home <laughs> in the woods the way that you do with the, with the group or just by yourself. No, I was just like, you guys will be fine. Um, don't do what I just did. And then my back hurt for like a day or two. And yeah. the only thing, the only thing that uh, makes me feel like I maybe fucked something up, I I, I got better. But I used to be able to crack my back. Mm. You know how like in school you'd wrap your ankles around the legs of the school chairs and you could like twist sideways and you get a nice yeah, big yeah. satisfying. I can, I can crack my back one way but not the other. Well, like I used to get some really big satisfying cracks and I think I just like I popped all the air vessels out of my spine or something. I don't air know. Air vessels? I, 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 I would oh, guess no. that's not it, but maybe something No, like no, that. I think it's air sacs and hollows <laughs> like a bird. Is there bubble wrap in everybody's back and you popped all yours? I you think I popped it. I, I did, got my one big glass crack that day. Damn. I know that, that you're supposed to... <laughs> no. When, no. when you do a, a, cliff, a gorge jump, you're supposed to clinch the butt cheeks so it doesn't go up your butt. And then yeah. you're supposed to put your feet together and a little in front of you. So not sitting position, but just like poked out a little bit. Yeah, I did a butt flop. I, I have an injury from the same era, Jeff, where I, I was shooting a comedy sketch at Ithaca College and I rolled down the stairs of my condo oh. townhouse dorm for a bit. <laughs> And I hurt like my a, shoulder. Like a log? Like a, like, uh, like, no, like just through my, like Chevy Chase, like no plan. Just was just like, I'm oh, rolling down the stairs go, to be funny. Yeah, like some jackass. And shit. I was 19. So I was like, I think I could just do be funny and just roll like head down and body going overhead and just a full. Whoa, roll. like a somersault? Just threw myself down the stairs with no plan. Jeez Louise. The circle apartments. And um, how, I, how many steps? Like a six God, step. How many? Or? Any Ithaca bombers that listen to the show, uh, tweet at us and let us know how many steps are in the circle apartments. Anywhere between, my guess, fifteen to seventy. Like a skater would know. They'd be like, "Oh, that's a, that's a 20. fucking a twelve step." <laughs> but I hurt my shoulder then. Never had it looked at, and 
to this day, it's been exactly 20 years and I have a little pang of pain in my shoulder in that spot. I just never asked the doctor about Interesting. it. Yikes. Yikes. I guess I'll shoulder that burden alone. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, Going back to the jumping off cliffs, I really like a rope swing. You, go, you find yourself in a rope swing situation that... That shoots way out, and you have a big drop. That's yeah, but you got to let go at the right moment, Michael. You can't you have do. one of these. You can't have one of these Instagram fails where someone comes slinging back, back to the party nope. porch, covered in mud. Oh, no. <laughs> sliding down a mud muddy bank in your bathing suit. I've never done the rope. We got to find one. Maybe we'll find one in the bayou when we Ooh, go to the rope. Uh, yeah, maybe it'll be a good blowout we could do. <laughs> We're doing a New Orleans rope swing into the waiting jaws of a gator. <laughs> the yeah. Bayou is like it's so funny too because that's like shallow water and muddy. We would swim off, <laughs> swing off into a swamp. You know what's a fun? You know when you go to Disneyland and you go to that uh, that uh, Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Yeah, yeah. And it takes you before you get into the the pirate part. It go you go through that like blue that Bayou area. Mm, beautiful. What a what a cool what a cool thing that Just is. Just take me a couple laps around there. I don't need to go see all that mayhem and violence. <laughs> Jeez, it's a, it was a real the first time I went on that when I was oh I'd say in my I was twenty seven I want to say mm. I was really my eyes were shot wide open. I said wow this is really cool in here. It is cool. Let it's me out. I want to join cool. them. I want to join them. Well, I want to live in the now. old shack. <laughs> I shall live among them. I want to collect lightning bugs with those rapscallions. <laughs> 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 ah. Now these days you have to just sell for Talk Like a Pirate Day once a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and only on that ride, too, it can be done. Hey, I was just sipping this cocktail. This is fantastic, this cocktail. It gets better as it's meltier, as all drinks mm-hmm. do. Um, and I was thinking about the uh, Di Sirono, and we talked about mm. how delicious Di Sirono is. And do you remember last week on the podcast, when we did the French Connection, I mm-hmm. was talking about there's a classic Di Sirono TV commercial from the 90s that's very sensual. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, well, we didn't, we, didn't have a cha- we didn't have it on hand, but since we're talking about a Di Sirono drink again today, I pulled the clip and I ripped the audio um, and hey, I, nice. I, I thought it would be fun to listen to this Di Sirono commercial that I used to see when I was watching Rangers game games on MSG networks as a I kid. Love it. <laughs> um, and it's just, it's just a really interesting commercial. I've ever he- heard it. So take a listen. Great. Di Sirono sour, Di Sirono martini. Di Sirono on the rocks. Di Sirono on the rocks. Coming up. Sirono's warm and sensual taste makes you wish it would never end. Whoa. Hey, what's that lady doing with that piece of ice she just pulled out of her DiSorono glass? Oh, she's putting it into her lips and mouth and licking it all completely sexy. Oh, God, this woman is too promiscuous, if you ask me. Not unlike Conrad Hilton's great granddaughter, okay? Oh, jeez. Uh, anyway, uh, what is up? Calpy K here. Can I get a Di Sirono, please? You know, I like to put it on my ice cream, if you can believe that. Di Sirono. <laughs> Pass the pleasure around. Wow. Yeah. Wait a minute. You used to, you used to watch that? <laughs> um, you in I, that, uh, it sounds like. <laughs> I was in it. I was in it. 
Yeah, I was That's in what it. you meant. That's what you meant. <laughs> <That's fine>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, brain fart. I was in it. <laughs> wow. That was, you know what, guys? I meant to say that was the original cut. I see. Right. And then, okay. Gotcha. And they, they cut gotcha. you out of it. Yeah. Yeah. They were they were thought you know let's just go out on the sexy later we don't need this this guy coming in and sort of like having a, something to say about it right because think about commercials you're selling a sexy product a, a beautiful model that's the way to do it but to have this extra guy kind and of and also yeah shaming her for shaming, shaming her. her and and then someone who's not even in the commercial as well yeah, yeah. it's kind of it's a strange thing and he's sort of. Yeah, he's just judgy and misogynistic, and then and then what does he do for the product? Nothing really. I mean, he says he. I well, guess he, he did mention he the ice cream. That's true. Yeah. Okay, it's good. <laughs> now, do you do you order order Di Sirono at a bar and then bring it home to your ice cream, or do you have the ice cream with you there? I usually keep it a bottle at home. I pour in the ice cream, but you know, our, uh, desperate times probably call for desperate measures. I guess. Yes, desperate measures are in desperate need of desperate times. Yes. So I was in that commercial. Got it. Gotcha, gotcha. Oh, you got it. You got it. Take, take away That's is Calpique, star of the DiSerono commercial from the right. late 80s. Yep. And doing <laughs> announcing himself at the bar and saying, what is up? <laughs> early on in the 90s. This was this was early on when yeah. the Rangers games were on. Yeah, it was kind of, what is up, Goo Goo Gaga, you know? Yeah. All right. Why don't we take a little break here, and then we'll come back, and uh, we'll discuss round two. Love it. Well, why don't we discuss round two? Oh, what we're going to eat. We're going to do well, round two. Well, we're gonna yeah, eat. we're going to do round. I, I maybe said that. Do probably. round two. No, that's okay. Because you have the option, two. a lot of recipes for this roll back to DiSerono, but I don't feel like this was too sweet for me. So I don't need no, to roll it back. No, no, no. I mean, to, sure, I Walmart the, is rolling back prices all the time, yeah. but I don't think I need to roll back to DiSerono on this cocktail. I don't know if Walmart has rolled back a price for 10 years, but I'll, I'll take it. Maybe I'll dig up an old commercial and see if I was in it. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Well, Jeff, they're doing something right. The stock price is <laughs> still shooting up. <laughs> is it? All right. I don't know. I could you're, be. You're, you're the portfolio guy. I got the portfolio, a rock in the portfolio. I go down to Wall Street every day and see if I can build that thing. What I'm going to do differently here, I forget the exact, uh, what it called for. I saw a variation on this. I'm going to add a few dashes of bitters. Just, why not? <gasps> oh. Just to change it up. I saw that as some, as some variation somebody was doing, so I along with other stuff, but I'm going to put some bitters. I'm right. going to do it okay, with cool. normal doers, not the 12-year PD famous gross. <coughs> Petey. Billy and Forsky? <laughs> Folks, why don't you take a listen to some of the best ads available? You know what? Do yourself a favor. Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah, that's a good idea, too. No, they want to hear I, the ads. Because these these people, they don't want to get on the Patreon. No, they, they're fine. They're fine with not listening to the... They want the to hear the ads. Well, if you don't... If you're doing the ads and you want to listen to something else, maybe hop on over to YouTube and um, look up... Um, uh, succulent Chinese meal and watch that video. <laughs> did oh, you, we discuss that? Oh, no, was that, that, we, that was the, that was on the blowout. Blow what, what am I being arrested for? Eating a meal? A succulent Chinese meal? <laughs> Check it out. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. 
Only from Rustolium. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Round two of The Godfather, Godfather Part Two. Godfather. Oh, that was actually a movie. That was a movie, and there is that was a variation on the drink. Somebody made a Godfather Part Two drink, and that's when they added. It's a kind of a newer one, and they added they some add? different stuff to it. Uh, keep talking. Let me look at that. Let me look it up. Did they add a tumbling orange <laughs> from that <laughs> famous Ooh. fateful scene? Yeah, yeah. Well, that was from one, so they wouldn't add it to the Part Two. Godfather. Part two. Cocktail. Come on, Michael. The listeners are getting impatient. I know. I know. He's that's t- you were supposed to it. fill the. T- you were supposed to fill the time here. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Well, I'll, I will say what I did. I added a twist of lemon. Oh, very nice. Um, because lately uh, I was kind of making Hennessy old fashions, and then I I lost the cherry, and I call it a Hennessy and lemon, but I was it's basically simple syrup, orange bitters. Hennessy rocks, and um, uh, it's it's been a thing I do a lot. So I said, "Hey, this ain't too Ew. different," and add that lemon. Oh yeah, the lemon twist, not juice. Twist. I did I did the same measurements, but I did it with normal a normal bottle of Dewar's, not a very peaty scotch. And also, I have an interesting conversation topic. Oh, um, let me just get this out real quick. This is from Punch dot com again. Punch, Good, reliable Punch Drink Punch Drink. Uh, this. The Godfather Part Two is uh, bourbon, Luxardo. Oh, sorry, uh, amaretto, preferably Luxardo. Uh, scotch, Angostura bitters. That's where I got this idea, I guess. And three drops sarsaparilla tincture. That's weird. Too much work. I we like these equal parts. Bing bang. Two ingredients. Yeah, sip it. That's what makes this thing nice. Let me, let me try this one with the bitters. Oh yeah, yeah. Try it out. Okay, nice. I like the, I like it without the bitters better. Tim, <laughs> did you do any? Did you do tweaks? I did no tweaks, uh, and and the sip with the normal. Kind of no tweaks needed. Tweak freak. Ooh, this is interesting because it's not peaty, not smoky. Um, 
it's, it's a little more down the middle, a little oh, right. more Kalpy K. But yeah, if you're yeah. gonna, I would say if you're gonna go Godfather, go full bore and have the stinky stuff. I feel I feel like uh, a lot of people think our our podcast has gone full bore at times. Stop! <laughs> oh, I just saw the the wave file there, the form for your stop. It's <laughs> Beat. huge. Turn into a big um, brick. Okay, here's my interesting topic, Mike. You watched season Ooh. two of uh, White Lotus. Jeff, you did uh, not see season two of White Lotus. What is enough going to be enough with this show? It's I'm, not enough. Watch the show. It's not going to be a waste show, of your time. Or at least listen to Tim's. In, uh, topic which is they bring up they have an interesting conversation about the film godfather Godfather, where they say like oh men only like that movie because it's this like toxic fantasy of when like men could just like do anything they want and be violent and have sex with whoever they want and have no repercussions so it's like this toxic fantasy of male masculinity and that's what that's the deal with that movie and then michael imperioli is like no, you have it the other way around. It's a great movie because it knows that's the fantasy because that's what's ingrained in men. So the movie is pr- intentionally being the fantasy. And it's sort of like the the Gen Z son and the Gen X dad arguing of mm-hmm. what came first, the, 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 the chicken or the egg. When you mm. watch The Godfather, do you think like, oh, this is problematic or oh, this is dated or do you think this, oh, this is knowingly so? Oh, wow. See, personally, I think that The Godfather, when you really drill down, is actually about uh, family. Ah. Mm. Yes. It's yes, almost Shakespearean in a way. When you think about mm. Michael mm-hmm. being the successor for his father, it's mm. almost not unlike Macbeth or Hamlet. <laughs> <laughs> or, or Dom Toretti. Did they ever call in Sopranos from the call, Fast movies? Oh, oh, I, I the other great that. movies about family. In the in the Sopranos, do they ever call Tony the Godfather? He's just they don't even say Don, do they? they just say the boss. Um, right? they Is don't it, call him the Godfather because I don't think he's anyone's actual Godfather. But I love the way that in when they reference the Godfather in Sopranos, they Sopranos. don't even have to say it. Just, um, it'll just be like you know in two. <laughs> that's the best like, it's just known that that's the only movie these guys watch are the, are between the Silvio movies. and Polly they're like yeah in, yeah, yeah that was from in two, two. <laughs> uh, to Tim to, to, to answer Tim's question I have not given that any thought uh, I think I just assumed it was uh, like taking uh, I don't know what it was doing yeah hmm. I mean a lot of movies were they're having it both ways, right? Like it's supposed to be fun, and they're condemning it at the same time. Yeah. Who's uh? Yeah. Who's uh? Who's who's? Uh, Scarface. Who wrote Scarface? Who De made Palma? Scarface? De Palma. Yeah. De Palma made it. Yeah. That's there one of those one. I really think about that because you're like, that one is. It's a similar type of male fantasy, and then I think the movie no is not totally on the side of Tony Montana. But I think that the 90s bros that became obsessed with um, mm-hmm. Scarface and, and like and cribs, like hip hop stars that loved Scarface, I think they were not really seeing the, uh, the critique of, of, the, of the culture. We've talked about this in reference to uh, Wolf, Wolf, of Wall Wolf of Wall Street and stuff like See, that. See, I, I think you're right. I think those two movies do the Wolf of Wall Street argument where it's like, Oh, you're seeing all these cra- this crazy behavior, but you, you're supposed to realize it's like that's not a good way to live. 
I think with The Godfather, for me, it, it feels to me more like a, uh, you know, this is like how this family would have behaved during that time in the mafia. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so just, like those, just an accurate depiction of a lifestyle, no judgment either way. I mean, I'm sure there is judgment, but like, uh, but that's how it always kind of came across to me because it seems so not over the top. I mean, there's definitely over the top moments and there are men treating women poorly, but uh, it seemed accurate to the time period. Yeah, but how about that theme I song? Think. Yeah, I mean, you have the theme song there. <laughs> Isn't there somebody, uh, God, I don't know if it was in regards to Godfather or what, but there was some phrase that came out that was going around. The phrase a that bit pays, recently. Godfather. Yeah, it was You're the phrase that pays. But somebody was saying, like, yeah, that movie is, uh, or that series is about, like, moments of kindness between despicable people. Godfather? Uh, I mean, I, I don't even think it was The Godfather. Well, I always, I always that think. Sure, sure that, does sound like a good piece of entertainment, doesn't it? Does. <laughs> yeah, whatever May I submit, was. Jeff? May I submit Pulp Fiction? Because I think Pulp Fiction is about a code of honor yes, amongst that's... people that we would think would have no morals. Oh, oh! Ah. I think this was about Sopranos. This was about Sopranos. The the, oh. the quote that I'm thinking of, and ah. you know, very similar, obviously. But it is interesting to see like the inner workings uh, of the um, like the value systems in this sort of upside down world where mm-hmm. greed and corruption and murder and lust are all standard. <laughs> what? What? Just going back to what I said about The Godfather, I think I think that shows how I watch movies. <laughs> it's just like. Oh, whatever's on the screen is what's happening. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, that's what that's just because what's what's on the screen is what happened. <laughs> I don't think think too deeply about anything. Um wait, Maybe what I was should. what was the one not Godfather that we were also talking about? Not Wolf of Wall Street. Mm, Scarface. Scarface. We're, we're, we're like Scarface, I think when you're when you start to watch it, you're like, wow, here's like a young street hustler who's got a lot of promise and he's compelling to watch. Great performance by the lead actor. And then you see him kind of get like deeper and deeper and deeper into this thing. You're supposed to kind of like lose him. Like, yeah. I think the intention is that like you stop identifying with him at a certain point. You're concerned for him. Uh-huh. Uh, like uh, like yeah. Walter White. Walter um, White's the best example. You lose him example. and everyone loses him at a different moment. At a different point. Except for me, I have him all the way to the end. To the um, very end. <laughs> yeah. I lost him in episode one. This man's a, a, a high school teacher. I'm this not man a got a hand hater. job from his wife on his birthday? I'm Listen. not a Skyler hater, but I think they did too good a job in the pilot of just showing a guy with no agency in his life that I was like, well, I'm with this man to the very end. Yeah, they piled it up a lot. Like, he's a loser at work. He's a loser at home. He's a loser. <laughs> yeah. Loser. He's, he, he, work, he teaches all day, and then he goes to work at a car wash where his students make fun of him. You're like, oh, my God. Uh, wait, wait, wait. There's So another good movie of one of those is uh, Falling Down. Have you seen it? The Joel Schumacher, Michael Douglas yeah. movie? That's oh. a great one that when I was a kid, even then I realized like, oh, he starts and he's sympathetic. And then you st- he starts to go a little nutty. And by the end, the side player, the detective, you're, he, you're rooting for him. And I watched it again recently and I was like, no, Michael Douglas is like xenophobic from like the second scene. I think his like second encounter, he starts to be... Uh, a little, a little racist, and a little bitter, and a little incelly. Yeah, but maybe the viewers are as well. Hmm. Here's a question: Could just be of the time, like Scarface, where people like the character of Scar, uh, Tony Montoya. What about the Joker from the uh, Christopher Nolan Batman? 
Like you see posters and t-shirts of that guy all over the place. Oh, and yeah. he's definitely like the fun character to watch, partly because of the or big part because of the performance. But that's a terrible person. And I'm I'm sure that people watch that and are like, oh, that's kind of cool, man. He does whatever he wants. Yeah. When I watched The Joker, I found it empowering. I was like, I'm going to do that type of stuff. Like, and someday the world the world doesn't understand me now, but someday they'll all pay. <laughs> I mean, that is kind of a fear is that like some people are really kind of into the wrong stuff. But I also think it's stupid that there's this rallying cry now for movies to just show virtuous people having no conflict. Oh, my God. Yeah, right, right, right. That's. I mean, yes, I, I don't think people like... I think they should have interesting villains. So, mm-hmm. because it's more interesting, I don't think they should. There's not. a there's a great phrase that uh, that I think just kind of encapsulates. It. It's like depiction is not endorsement. Right, like, uh, right, right, like, right. Trust right. the director. Depiction is not. We're, endorsement. we're losing the thread on that a little bit. I I was recently on uh, Mama Needs a Movie, the podcast with uh, Ann Ryman and Ryan Perez, and talking about Big Night. And I, I was talking about how once a year there's a viral Twitter thread where someone is like, um. I'm sorry, uh, 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 fans of Catcher in the Rye, but Holden Caulfield is absolutely problematic and toxic. <laughs> and then uh, a, a person who says that is a full moron. But then I see the people in the replies being like, yeah, 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 like, like arguing at that point, And you're sort of like, well, what, do you really need to have this fight as well? And then I'm losing my whole morning scrolling down this whole thread. I'm not joining in, but every take is wrong. But it's like, you know that J.G. Salinger doesn't write Holden Caulfield and say, like, root for this man unequivocally. Mm-hmm. He's well, unreli- we never know. He's, uh, he's, he's the OG. Guy. He's the... <laughs> Unreliable, not narrator, bringing it right back. I feel like when Mike was introducing the drink of the week, he was a little bit of an unreliable narrator. In what way? I wasn't talking about keto then. You're a phony. (laughs) Yeah, you're you're, you're a phony. Yeah, Yeah, I'm I'm phonying in this episode. Stop. All right. Can we get to our final thoughts, please? Yes, please. This is this is an order again. Me too. Me too. Now I feel like because there's such disparage uh, discrepancy in the uh, recipe. If I went to a bar and said, "Give me a Godfather," they might not do one to one. I feel like I'd have to say yeah. one to one. I would say scotch, scotch and amaretto, please. And they say, "Hmm, weird." Mm. And you say, "Yeah, yeah just yeah. one to one." Right. I'd say, "Make me a cocktail I can't refuse." Even though this is on uh. the IBA. Or even though French Connection is on the IBA, I'm not confident you could walk into a bar and say, give me a Godfather or give me a French Connection, and those people would know what you're talking about. They they might hand you back a book or a DVD. (laughs) Stop. There's... There, how many cocktails? There's, you could say that with beers and, and wines, but how many cocktails can you a say day to? <laughs> if you were in a normal bar, go ahead. Tim. How many cocktails can you just say? I think there's only like ten. Yeah, I know what you mean. I, I, I feel like we had this conversation before, but yeah, there. I've aside there, from all the blank so- and blanks that just say it, you know, whiskey ginger, they would figure it out. Yeah. But like when you, I'll have a screwdriver. I'll have a martini. I'll have like, a Negroni. Spagliato. <laughs> with Prosecco in it. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. But yeah, right. I, I think uh, like sometimes I'll go out and try to order some of the drinks we've we've done on this show when I, when I say I want a better version. And I'll go in and be like, 
I'll have uh, hold on a second because I I have to look it up just in case they're like, what is that? So I can tell them what it is. And is it Negroni Spagliato with yeah. Prosecco in it? You say uh, yes. Hey, how's your night going? How's your uh, Yule Mule? Huh? <laughs> Yule Mule with molasses syrup. Episode one fifteen, <laughs> jackass. <laughs> Give me your head. I bounce his head off the bar. Jelly. I'm back there. I'm back there. Now I'm albums. cleaning out the. I'm cleaning out the cash register because <laughs> oh, yeah. I seen Godfather too many times. Yeah, I did rob the. Ca- I, I I was a cadence thief on that. What was that? The Stella joke. Jelly remover for photo albums. It's David <laughs> yeah, Wayne. David Wayne. But is it Stella or is it D- Wayney Days? Oh, I shit. think that's Stella. I I recently on this very show we were drinking a drink with cinnamon, probably the Yule Mule. No, that has nutmeg, right? Nutmeg. It's kind of got whatever you want. Um, it's not real. <laughs> baby Coquito. We were having cinnamon, and I said, the secret ingredient? Cinnamon. Ah. And then I got maybe like three different DMs saying, were you referencing Michael Showalter and Stella? And I said, yes, I was. <laughs> the secret very, ingredient, the, cinnamon? Yeah, because the com- uh, we all know the shorts, and they're classic, but the Comedy Central series, Stella, was also fantastic. And there's yeah. an iconic episode called Coffee Shop, where they each open different coffee shops, right? Because they they're hanging out at a coffee shop all day at the beginning, and they get kicked out. But um, Michael Showalter is showing his this free drink that he drinks at a coffee shop, and it's it's just he's like, "Have I showed you my free drink? It's cinnamon milk. Here, as I, I make it, I pour the milk in, and now <laughs> the secret ingredient, cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> that that's that, the secret yeah. ingredient in cinnamon milk. <laughs> I need to go back and watch. I feel like I saw those when they came out, and then not never again. Yeah. Yeah. And Wayne so Days, good. too. I, those are really funny. From what I it's remember, I gotta go see those again. It's all good. That's our show. Follow us on social media at The Sloppy Boys if you want to see these recipes ahead of time. And hey, if you can't get enough boys, check out patreon.com slash the sloppy boys for the bonus shit. The Sloppy Boys blowout. Questions for Lennon. And access to the Discord. Hey, don't forget, we got Jeff Dutton as the guest on Questions for Lennon oh, yeah. this month. And uh, work your way on over to sloppyboys.com. we are uh, got some t-shirts. t-shirts up there for sale. And we got a, we got another one uh, we're going to be dropping soon. Ooh, nice. And nice furthermore, t-shirt. we got live shows, man. If you live in L.A., come to the Lodge Room in Highland Park on January 26th. We're playing with Don't Stop or We'll Die and Townland. And then if you live in... Pfft, the whole Midwest, we're going on tour this spring. And when we say Midwest tour, for some reason, we're also in, including, uh, you <laughs> yeah. know, the New Orleans, Me- Memphis yeah. and Atlanta yeah, and New Orleans. We're doing it all. Just the middle part of the country. So come see us because we're a band and we're good and I play guitar. I'm just going to rattle off the dates real quick. Do. Yeah. From March 31st to April 15th, we are playing in the following order. New Orleans, Memphis, Tennessee. St. Louis, Missouri, Davenport, Iowa, St. Paul, Minnesota, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Chicago, Illinois, Grand Rapids, Michigan, Detroit, Michigan, Cincinnati, Ohio, Louisville, Kentucky, and just added, this is new, Nashville, Tennessee at Dark Matter. That's April 14th. Ooh. And Atlanta, Georgia. Wow. That's great. That's great. Our biggest tour yet, I can confidently say. Oh, yeah. That's going to be fun. I can't wait to be out there. I can't wait to see people out there. I can't wait to sing the songs and have people sing along. 
Alright, now he's singing the office theme. Right. Pro- folks, we were probably not going to be playing that on tour. We don't have the rights, folks. We're sorry. We just <laughs> no, the rights. Alright. We're going to have to talk to Michael Scott on that one. Alright. <laughs> not Great to episode. mention Dwight Schrute. <laughs> okay. Reel it in, uh, Jeff. You okay, all right. Okay, we're done. We're done. Jeff, we're done. Will you please save me here, Jeff? We're done. <laughs> Wrap it up. Wrap it up, B. Uh, great episode, and uh, folks at home listening, y- you did great too. Yeah. See you later. Uh, why don't we meet back here same time next week? Yeah. See you later then. Uh, this was an this was an episode I can't refuse. This is an episode I can't re-listen to. Oh God, that's the audience. <laughs> Bye, folks. Oh, oh, oh.